1: Yo, what's going on people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music related, mainly hip hop, but you know, you might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials, at Miles Mikulski, basically see my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't gonna spell it out, cause that's kinda long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Mars Mikowski Podcast. Joining me is a man of many talents. He's going around the world blessing people with his smooth music. Introduce yourself to the people.
2: Yo, what's up, people? This is nonso Amadi, singer-songwriter from Lagos, Nigeria. Out here in Canada, you know, just doing what I do, making music and having fun. Love, love.
1: And you know what? I mean, your journey so far has been... You know eight years solidly you know publicly you know streaming services and releasing music and now i feel like the spotlight's on you and people are really looking i'm excited to see what you're kind of you know going to offer this year because you know after a little bit of a hiatus obviously most people did in the pandemic and then you came oh. back strong in 2022 of course there's the feature of Majid jordan that we're going to talk about in a little bit as well and I feel like it's just gonna be something crazy where like, I'm really excited to see your music. And of course you kicked it off with this brand new record, Ease Up. So let's talk about that one first. So talk me through that record. How did that one come about? Yeah, so
2: like Ease Up was actually one of the last songs I recorded last year. Um, I was trying to kind of finalize a project I've been working on for a long while. And I needed a song that had a strong message, a song that spoke about like, my experience in Lagos, my experience of like my friends in Lagos, Nigeria. You know, being that we're from Nigeria, and as much as we have fun and we're young and we're just like trying to get by, we have a little like a couple roadblocks that we have to face once in a while. Yeah. So I wanted to put together a song that you know spoke about those things, but in a way that you know still still made it clear to the listener that look as much as we're going through these things a lot of us just want to be chilling a of a lot of us just want to ease up and just have fun like we don't really want to be stressing like this you know we just want to ease up so that was like the context
1: of the song yeah I'm, i mean that's the thing. It's, it's perfect for this kind of start of the year vibe a lot of people are a bit slow to get back into the work mode, getting into the workflow yeah. and then you come out with this one it's really really smooth as well i mean did you work in the studio who produced it did you work in the studio with them or
2: yeah so um it was myself and two other producers um a guy called tj and um another producer called harper garden so um i literally just started the idea and they helped me like get it across the the finish line but you know it was it was just like all of us brainstorming in the session and we came up with that like whole feeling
1: in the part yeah amazing and that's that's the thing it's like i know you've already got more music on the way this year i'm really excited i want to go too far ahead and get too carried away yeah. but i mean to be fair for you then looking back at some of the career that you've had so far and you know as a man who's been on his travels, you know gone from nigeria came over to the uk went to wales for a bit you know what i mean yeah and then is now in Canada. Like, what is some of the highlights of your journey? Like, what have you kind of learned from each part? I know you've already been back to Nigeria and done like a homecoming gig already, so that's out of the way. But I know that if you was to go back this year, it'd be even bigger than the last time. So what's some of the highlights that you've had?
2: Um, I mean, moving from place to place, like every every city has its own like style and way of doing things. Um, Back in the days, like Nigeria, music was, Nigerian music at the time I I was like coming up eight years ago was very upbeat, very like high energy. You know, people just wanted to dance. But now like with a lot of the the new school, the new wave of artists coming out on Malay, terms, things are a bit more chill. You can get like an R&B sultry vibe, moody vibe, which is what we were trying to do. Um, in the UK, it's always just been a mix of different styles. You could have a radio thing, you can have whatever in the UK. And the same in Canada. Um, Canada is like a hip hop hub. It's an R&B hub as well. So those are like the primary like focuses, you know, as much as there's country and folk music, but like for the urban style, you know. So um, I've literally just learned how to navigate in those spaces. Like in Nigeria, you got to come with energy. In the UK, you got to give them a little bit more like, you know, style and swag or whatever. You know, there's different ways you move around different different countries, you know. Um, it's also really nice if you're in a country that, like say, doesn't speak English, you try and learn a bit of their language, like what I did in Uganda and Kenya, learn a bit of Swahili, incorporate into your music. You know, just try to move with the culture of the places. every city has its own culture. And that's kind of like one of the things I've learned in my journey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean that's that's the thing. I mean, that's testament to you to be fair, because you know sometimes you get people that will move to different places and just be like, I'm just thinking with what I know. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna try and learn anything, I'm not gonna incorporate for real,
2: for real. anything. Yeah, I mean if you're if you're doing a show in Lagos and you're just like too 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 chill, like oh, like, oh god, what what is this? Like you're just gonna be like Although some people will get it, especially the yeah. girls, they get it. But for the guys, like, they want to they wanna move a little bit. They want to have their drink and they want to do something. You know, in the UK, you can have, like, a proper full... It's it's like, you know, times are
1: changing, but, like, you 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 get it, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, I hate you, you 100%. And obviously, at the moment where you are, you know, in Canada, um, like you said, it's a very hip-hop hub. But we've seen, you know, loads of the biggest artists in the last 10 years have come out of, you know, Canada, Toronto to be exact, you know, you've got Drake, Justin Bieber, et cetera, et cetera. But what have you kind of learned whilst you've been out there? Because of course you've got a track with Majid Jordan as well, who's part of the your camp. And uh, yeah, what have you learned? How was that experience as well with Majid?
2: Man, it was amazing. Like, um, I met Majid through my manager and it was like the first session we had, we ended up just talking throughout the session. And then towards the end, we're like, wait, we're, we're paying for it. <laughs> you know, it was kind of a case where we had to, like, actually rush towards the end to just try create something. But we literally bonded um, just off the first the first time meeting each other and we've stayed in touch since then. Um, and we, we actually have a couple songs together, not just the one we put out, but we felt like you know, for the time, the summertime, like that was the best fit. We had like an R&B song, we had different other types of vibes, but like, because we're, for the album, like we're trying to like match different energies and moods. Um, That song was like the main focus for us. So it's it's really an honor for me to be working with him. Like he's just one of my all time favorite singers, you know? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I mean, to you fair, I mean the chemistry that you had on that track works so well. And I think that was, you know, testament to your own sound. And I mean, when you're working with loads of these different producers, of course, you've had a joint take with Odunzi in the past. You've worked mm-hmm. with, you know, people like Mr. Easy. you worked with loads of different art acts and producers and stuff. Do you tailor your sound or what do you try to bring to each experience?
2: So the funny thing is, like, a lot of artists don't like when you you create music for them like they actually don't like that. That's one thing I found out. So if you're creating a song for, say, uh, Mr. Easy and you try to just make it like his last record he put out, <laughs> like he actually, like people don't like that stuff. Yeah. Um, they just like you to create like whatever you're feeling and whatever you both are, are feeling. If it's something you are unexpected, even better. Um, So that's something I've learned. Like if I'm creating a song with Magic, we're going to try Whole lot of different sounds and see what works um it just so happened that we we did the the afro fusion sound and it worked um but generally speaking like if i'm doing a collaboration with anybody malik berry you know Dulce santi we're just going to experiment and see what we love we both love because that's how music stays fresh and 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 like people have to stay on their toes to know what's coming next but if they can already tell like oh it's going to be like this it's not as fun you know
1: 100 yeah. and i mean yeah. I guess being out in Toronto, obviously Lagos is Lagos, like the UK for the most part has got a lot of African heritage around it or there's a lot of Africans in the UK. What is it like out there in Canada? Is it it very obvious? Do you have to kind of find a space where you find like Nigerians or Ghanaians or anyone or?
2: uh first of all it's very cold <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> right now it's like snowing heavy what so we can't even like go link up with anybody we're just trapped help okay. us bro
1: <laughs> So we're, doing, we're basically doing zoom to link up with the friends as well I hear <laughs>
2: um no it's cool like the thing is like so this is the thing right like toronto especially has such an untapped like market for like Nigerians and Africans in general. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, we I feel like there is an opportunity to to create that environment that like Nigerians, Ghanaians, like different people can come out for a show and, and they have like myself, Joe Boy Rama come up perform. You know, I feel like there is still the space for that. It's not as, you know, the way the london shows are where you you guys get whiz kid every year burn over every it's not really the same you know it's almost like a u.s tour and then you touch base in toronto um so we there is a lot to do here there's a lot of like incredible artists nigerian artists in canada that that aren't heard yet you know there's a lot of people so like i feel like we have some work to do in that in that sense but with time it's going to happen honestly it's going to happen because Toronto is a huge like market like it's one of the top markets in the world for music
1: so So does that mean that for this year because I'm going to bring it to like goals and aspirations like is this you now for 2023, gonna stay in Canada and really work like North America before kind of maybe coming back the other way around too? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, cause you see, that's what Jules
2: did. That's what Malik did. That's what Mr. Easy did. They worked the London market. There was like an untapped like Afrobeat scene on there. You know, obviously we had people um, before then they were doing the Afro swing thing, um, but they really, really tapped into that market and they, they grew to 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 feed them and, and help them out. Um, I feel like it's the same in, in Toronto. You can also do the same thing where there's a bunch of artists, not just myself, there's a bunch of like African artists around. If we're working together, if we're doing shows together. There's a group called Kuruza, a bunch of young DJs, um, mainly from East Africa, and they've been throwing these crazy-ass parties. Bro, trust me, like, that. Like the craziest, craziest parties in the city and um they're growing like a, a huge community so like working with them working with other people that would really help you yeah. know create an actual movement you know
1: okay so basically what we're saying is we need the snow to melt so we you can go to one of these parties
2: Bro, we need that snow out out <laughs> <Right> <laughs> <up again.
1: laughs> Look, i mean so now like kind of come to coming to a close i know for yourself we spoke about the the three-year gap briefly Um, which is natural really and truly for that kind of era of music I think most people put out stuff in that time a lot of it's kind of forgotten about and 2022 was a great year to come back with a bang so for you now establishing yourself and now being an artist that is now one to watch for 2023 what are your kind of goals and aspirations and plans where you know if we had this conversation in a year's time looking back what would you have liked to accomplish
2: um so I would have loved to put out my album um And then I would love to perform the album to people in different markets. Obviously, you spoke about Toronto, UK, Lagos, which are kind of like the obvious markets, but um, also like France, um, East Africa, South Africa, America, like those, those, I would love to actually take the album and create an experience around it in different cities. And not just like any kind of show, but like a show where people remember it for time to come like oh i saw Nonsil here and your show was amazing like you did this and that that happened i would love to create that experience with this album because this album is very personal to me like i kind of spoken about a lot of my journey in there, and there and it's one of the first times that i'm really like opening up um but yeah it, it's gonna be fun
1: yeah i'm I'm really looking forward to when this album does come out is it anytime soon or are we still gonna wait a little, a little bit of time
2: uh, it's, it's
1: Q1 so it's, it's soon it's happening <laughs> i like hear a Q1 for anyone who listened that is basically January or March so we are going to be getting it by March the 31st hopefully not March the 31st <laughs> right. yeah. but uh, So thank you for chatting to me today I wish you all thank the best you. with your music
2: thank you brother I appreciate you